Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome. It's our number one. Our number one of our radio show recorded off terrestrial radio. Repackaged here for you at your wish and command in the podcast format. So red light alarm bell sounding. Mr. Unlimited has been sent packing out of Seattle. He goes to Denver for a package of uh, scratcher tickets and players. So who won the trade between the Broncos and the Seahawks? It's time to pull out the Maller Report card. We'll do that right now in our number one. Here it is. Cooking up some altitude. Welcome in the beginning of another edition. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we pick up the gauntlet coast to coast border to border and beyond on the vast and fantastically powerful microphones of fsr emanating live from the lock the gridlock of the radio dial the fox sports radio studios at a secret location somewhere in the northwoods hope all 
is going all right for you. So our lead this hour comes from the NFL, better known as the National Football League. It was a fantastical day for the transaction. If you are a fan of the transaction, now the transaction, I learned this years ago, is more exciting often than regular season NFL games. It is. Both the lead-up, the cat-and-mouse game to get to the actual transaction, and then when the transaction happens, it's great. It's wonderful. And so it was franchise tag day in the NFL. That ended up taking a back seat to the comings and goings. The transaction wire went kaput. It blew up. Uh, now, the, the big news here, the big news out of the Pacific Northwest, as there was a flight outbound, outbound from Seattle, and on that flight is Mr. Unlimited, as he is gone. He gone. Uh, the Seahawks have agreed to trade their star quarterback. If you did not see this here, perhaps not. The speculation, the chatter, which has gone on for over a year, is now over. And all those people that wrote me nasty email from the Seattle area and said, hey, you're just you're just a gossip monger. The Seahawks aren't going to trade Russell Wilson, blah, 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 blah. Okay, in your face. Uh, so if you didn't see this, perhaps uh, Russell Wilson is being shipped next day air to Denver, the Broncos, will send a hodgepodge of assorted players and a grab bag of draft picks back to Seattle to complete that transaction. But this is all about Russ, who will no longer be cooking in the Emerald City as he's out of there, uh, assuming everything is kosher here. Now, the deal is dependent on Wilson's approval. By all accounts, he would have already bellyached about this if he didn't want to go to Denver, so that's off the table, it would appear. And he also must pass a physical, and then they will cross the T's, dot the I's, and all that. And once the new league year begins, March 16th, it's one of the fugazi things that we do in sports. Where you can make transactions, but they, they're not official for a few days later. So we have to wait uh, another week for this all to be done. So uh, we got a little time, but it's uh, the trade everyone's talking about, including yours truly. I don't want to be outside the bubble where the cool kids are, so I'm going to talk about this. Let's discuss the question. Very obviously, when you have a trade like this, who got the better of the transaction? Russell Wilson going from the Seahawks to the Broncos. The Maller report card, the Broncos get an A-. minus. On the Mallard Report card, and the Seahawks get a D minus, a D minus uh, for Seattle. Now, my thoughts, I've got dinner reservations, Mark Twain, and Polaroid. And we're going to put all of these things together, and we are going to make a bottle of 12th man tears is what we're going to do. All right, so A, uh, we start out in Denver, where the Broncos have finally ended. The long, mile-high nightmare at quarterback. They think they have had a parade of stiffs under center since Peyton Manning. He was actually a stiff the last year he played in Denver. They won anyway, in spite of Peyton Manning, who sucked. Uh, but since Manning retired after the Super Bowl 50, that was the game Cam Newton failed to jump on the football, if you're trying to remember what Super Bowl that was. Uh, the Broncos have run through 10 starting quarterbacks, and they've all worn the dunce cap. Uh, and the uh, last five seasons, they've had a different starter. Trevor Simeon, remember him? Case Keenum ran through Denver. 
Joe Flacco, the rotting carcass of Jump Ball Joe, Drew Locke, and last season it was Teddy Bridgewater with Drew Locke, the backup. So it goes without saying that Russell Wilson is a major upgrade over Case Keenum, Trevor Simeon, and all the other quarterbacks that have played recently in Denver. But you have to imagine it like automobiles. Denver is going from driving a Chevy Spark to like a Rolls-Royce Phantom with Russell Wilson. So it gets an A-, minus, but it's not perfect. It's not a perfect trade for the Broncos because when you, exp- when you when we take a look at the Rolls-Royce Phantom, you see a few dents on it. There's some mileage on it. And you got to kind of crawl around there and view the uh, the chassis and the suspension and all that stuff. Lift the hood up, assess all uh, aspects of the engine compartment there. You got to kind of look in the nooks and the crannies there uh, around it. Examine everything. Get a look at the interior. And, you know, check everything out. All, right? all the mechanical features and all that. Now, uh, regardless of, of the wear and tear, perception is reality, and the perception is that with Russell Wilson on the squad that the Broncos now have dinner reservations at the grown-up table, that they are no longer going to be a joke in the NFL. I agree with that. I think absolutely. Right now, the Broncos immediately become a threat. The problem is the division is absolutely stacked. So they've improved, but you still have to run through the gauntlet in the AFC uh, West. Let's put it this way. I don't think that anyone in Kansas City right now is like shaking in their boots like, oh, crap. Oh, we're screwed. It's over for the Chiefs, and we're not going to be good now. We're not going to be able to beat the Broncos and all that. Uh, and so uh, a 17-game regular season, and the Broncos with Russell Wilson are going to have to run through the gauntlet. Now, the real loser in this would appear to be the Raiders and Josh McDaniels, the ex-Pat, as uh, they have uh, continued to be downgraded by the other teams improving. All right, now, Port Vila. Uh, from the Seahawks' side of things, uh, someone had to go. There was a standoff that we have been really writing a diary about here behind these microphones at Fox Sports Radio with Pete Carroll, the GM, John Schneider, and Russell Wilson. There's like a, this weird Cold War that uh, Russ opened up the can of worms, Pandora's box there a year ago. It was over a year ago now. On these airwaves, the same airwaves that I hijack overnight, but during the day when cool people listen, uh, on the Dan Patrick show, and Russ implied that the trade was possible. His agent even sent a list of teams, a wish list he wanted to play for. And it, it appears ownership cited with the brains over the brawn, they went with Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the oldest coach in the NFL, Pete Carroll. It's an odd move. It's an odd move, but it's a move they decided to make. And, and so the, the real reason, though, and you know, that's, that's, a, that's part of the reason Seattle gets a D-, but the real reason, and I always scratch my head at this, I'm an F the picks guy. I'm on an F the picks guy because I saw I worked for the Rams. They won, just won a Super Bowl. I don't know if you know about that, the Rams – are the, the reigning Super Bowl champs. But many people seem to be celebrating the fact that Seattle got a number of goodies in this trade. And I, I always roll my eyes at this. There's a, there's a great quote from Mark Twain that denial ain't just a river in Egypt. It's actually apparently a suburb now in Seattle because this is a case of quantity over quality. Seattle gets a 2022-2023 first and second round pick. So they get a total of four high picks. They get a fifth round pick in the trade. Drew Locke, yeah, he's been packaged in this deal. Uh, someone named Shelby Harris and tight end Noah Fant. 
Uh, they all go to Seattle. Now, Locke, who is for now going to be in the running to be the starting quarterback in Seattle, and he's the guy that has the bazooka arm that scouts fall in love with, but he's a CWS quarterback. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Yeah, well, go right to the bottom. Uh, But the CWS quarterback, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Could have been better, would have been better, should have been better. He's not. Uh, Now, change of scenery, is he going to all of a sudden blossom in Seattle? Highly Highly improbable to think that that is going to happen. That happens once a generation in NFL players. And outside of the occasional rare good start, he has been a third-rate quarterback, Drew Locke. You look at the, the numbers speak for themselves. I don't need to get into that right here. And then you have Shelby Harris. I have nothing against Shelby Harris. I've never met him. I, I could have been in a room with him. I wouldn't be able to pick him out. He's 30 Who? years old. He's been in the NFL seven years. He's never made an all-pro team. He's never made a Pro Bowl. He's a jag. He's just a guy. So how do you get excited if you're a Seahawks fan? We just got a we got a quarterback that sucks. We got just a guy on the defensive line. Uh, Noah Fant is a three year vet. I don't think he's terrible. I also don't think he's great. I think he's like a middle tier tight end in the NFL. He's a serviceable uh, tight end. And my position on draft picks again, I am on team F them picks. Draft picks are promissory notes. The biggest misnomer when you acquire a bunch of draft picks, is that you're going to hit on all of them. And if you look at the history of the draft, the percentage of hit picks where you nail it, are it's so low, you're better off with a proven commodity. So the Broncos did a great thing here making this trade. That's why they get the high score. Even, the, even though there are some flaws with Russell Wilson, he's, he's an upgrade and all that stuff. But the, the fact that Seattle, especially these, the same Seahawks fans who've been lamenting the fact that they've screwed up the draft for recent years, and now they think all of a sudden they're going to get better picks. And and really, the 2023 pick is likely not going to be all that good, the first and second round pick, because the theory is the Broncos are actually going to win some games, and when you win games, you're, you're not going to be drafting at the bottom of the draft and all that. So the draft pick is a spin-the-wheel-of-fortune situation. But from where I sit, the, the truth as I see it, any way you slice it, Seattle is tangibly worse today than they were yesterday. And they had two two piles of, of, of rubbish. They could pick pile A, pile B. They picked they picked option B rather than option A. Now the last word here. Uh, now that he is he gone, uh, Russell Wilson. What is the legacy he with gone. the Seahawks? What is the uh, the legacy there with the Seahawks? Now my Polaroid snapshot memory. If you ask me, hey, what do you remember about Russell Wilson? What's the one thing you remember? Hey Seattle. We got a deal. Yeah. Well, that, he screwed up a Maller monologue. I remember that. Uh, but it was his date with football immortality. We call it Russ's boner. And it was uh, 26 seconds left. You remember? I remember. 26 seconds left, Super Bowl 49. The Seahawks had blown a 10-point lead against the Patriots. They had a 10-point lead going to the fourth quarter. And uh, Tom Brady and the Pats scored a couple of touchdowns. So Seattle was matriculating the ball down the field. They were down by four points. They had the ball, and, and, and they'd taken all the way down. Seven plays, 79-yard drive, down to the New England one-yard line in that Super Bowl. And they had a running back, beast mode, who had gone over 100 yards. They ran him on first down, didn't get in the end zone. So now they're facing a second down and one from the New England one-yard line. You remember Russell Wilson? He, he d- attempted to throw the ball. Do you remember who he threw the ball to? You probably don't. 
a guy named Ricardo Lockett. Not the other Lockett, because that guy came later. Ricardo Lockett. And the pass was picked off by Malcolm Butler. And uh, that right there is the Polaroid snapshot of Russ in Seattle. Some of the other highlights were, was the monologue uh, when we were doing a monologue praising Seattle for not paying Russell Wilson. And as the monologue was wrapping up, Russ went on social media to announce he had agreed to a contract. Uh, so I'm, I'm still bitter about that. Good night. Time for y'all to go to bed. Yeah. Bad job by him. Uh, I don't know you can go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go to bed yet. Uh, now, he also believes that nanobubbles, he's on team nanobubbles. He believes that special water, holy water, cured him of concussions. So that's pretty cool. Not many people believe that nanobubbles are the secret to concussions. Uh, he also endorsed, uh, a couple of years back, he endorsed this weird thing where you can make bread the shape of uh, footballs and then got sued. For doing that. Uh, and uh, the all-time highlight, though, as far as social media postings, was Mr. Unlimited. When he went on that rant Mr. about being... Mr. Yeah. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, you got to be unlimited. Yeah, it's wonderful. All right, so just, just to recap it, Denver's better today than they were yesterday. Seattle is worse than they were yesterday. And overall, is Russell Wilson, I've seen a lot of glowing stories about him being a Hall of Fame player. He's not a Hall of Fame player. He's never even been an All-Pro. I don't think he's received a single vote for the MVP award. He's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. Now, he, he has an opportunity still the rest of his career, just like Matthew Stafford. Uh, he, he's pretty much the equal of Matthew Stafford. Stafford's now won a Super Bowl. Wilson's won a Super Bowl. And uh, Russ uh, will see what he does here the next couple of years in Denver but at his age, you're really t- looking at the next like three years. It's really like a three-year shot, realistically, unless he takes uh, some of the clear and the cream that the ball players were taking back in the day or some of that uh, deer antler spray, and then he can play a little bit longer than that. The, the signature season for Russ, let me help you out if you're a Bronco fan, you haven't watched the Seahawks, I can tell you all about Russ. He will be the number one quarterback in the NFL for seven to eight uh, games. I mean, amazing. And there will be the talking heads, Skip Bayless, uh, Stephen A. Smith, MVP. Uh, they'll, they'll all say the same thing uh, about the midway point. Uh, then he will immediately start vomiting at the 50-yard line uh, for two to three, possibly four games. Uh, and then there'll be an injury. Uh, he'll come back, and he, he'll be a middling quarterback the rest of the way. That is the typical Russell Wilson season in a nutshell. And that's what you get. And it's better than what you've had. So enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. All right, here's the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part of this, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Also on Twitter. If you want to give us real-time feedback, if you're up listening to the live show and not one of those podcast people, that uh, listen, we have very good podcast numbers, but we, we want the, the, the live show to be, uh, be kicking. Up and kicking here. So uh, you can join us on the live show at, at on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. So I gave Seattle a D, a D minus, and I gave the Broncos an A minus. Uh, not everyone is on Team Russ. Not everyone thinks the Broncos are laughing all the way to the bank. The other side of the story, and also triggered seabirds. We'll get to that as well, and uh, we will get to all of it, and we will do it. Next. I know that I'm a great football player. 
you know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. I know I'll continue to be great. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. For better or worse, the Ben Maller Show is not general issues sports talk. The Maller Militia is all-inclusive, welcoming everyone from the country club to the trailer park. Facebook's a fun zone for all of us. You can chat with other P1s. It's free and easy. Just like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. So big trade, Russell Wilson will be headed to Denver. And the Seahawks are left holding the bag. There's a hole in the bag. They got a bag in the trade. It's one of those recyclable bags and not good. Mason, listener Mason in Huntington Beach says, Regarding that Seahawks Super Bowl loss, I don't know whom to blame, Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll, but I would rank that moment as the worst call in sports history, a coaching call that is, there you go. Since now that now I've heard you say that is not the worst call, what is your number one? Well, Mason, that's that's uh, old guy radio. We're not doing that right at the beginning here, but we will get to that at another point. But there's more egregious things that have happened than that. Although I'm not a Seahawk fan, so if I was a Seahawk guy, I would be all upset. Robbie the Mariner fan uh, said your monologue was going well until you said Russell Wilson is the same as Matthew Stafford. Uh, Wilson is superior in every facet of the game. Uh, Robbie the Mariner fan says, boy, Robbie, is, he's clouded. You're, you're delusional. Uh, Matthew Stafford and Russell Wilson are the same. They're the same. They've each won one Super Bowl. Uh, Russ was on good teams with good players around him. The defense carried the way in Seattle when they won their Super Bowl, not Russell Wilson. That's a fact. Uh, Matthew Stafford was on horse crap Detroit Lion teams for years. He got on a good team, and it was the it was equal. It was an equal partnership. It was a bipartisan effort between the Ram defense and the offense with Matthew Stafford. That's the reality. Uh, Ferg Dog writes and says, Denver definitely won that trade. The Bronco quarterbacks have been so terrible the last couple of years that I bet fans miss the day's Al Cowlings was behind the steering wheel. Uh, so, so it goes. Now, Koopa Loop over here, he's the resident Bronco apologist on the show. Uh, Coop, uh, have you purchased the Russell Wilson jersey yet? Have you gone out to buy that yet? Or? No, I, I, don't, I don't buy jerseys anymore. Uh, Too old for that? You've crossed over? Yeah. Mr. 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 Unlimited. Uh, there's now rarely any players that are uh, older than me at this point. And, so that's you know, the point of demarcation. So and plus, so if I'm going to buy a jersey, it's got to be somebody that's you know a team legend or you know you know what I mean. Uh, so you want to wait until you're sure that they're not going to be like if you if you were a Texans fan and you bought a Deshaun Watson jersey, you wouldn't be feeling too good right now. Right. Like, right? look, yeah. if if Russell Wilson goes on to win like a couple couple Super Bowls for the Broncos, then maybe, you know, maybe down the line at some point I would Oh come on. Buy that if jersey. he wins one Super Bowl. One. <laughs> that was a couple. One. No, no, because you'll be all in. Maybe. You you will be. Oh I'm, I mean I'm not I'm all in. I just don't know that I would buy a jersey. I might buy a jersey. I don't know. <laughs> what about a shirt? What about like a, a Russell Wilson shirt? Would you buy that? Like an orange? Nah. Nah, I didn't the shirt? Nah. I got you. 
I just like team gear. But no, I'm I'm stoked. This is this is. So so did you go from because early in the day now the, the the news came out that that Aaron Rodgers had decided to go back to Green Bay that started this whole thing yeah I didn't have to go through any of the ups and downs because you were sleeping yeah right? yeah yeah yep, I was I, the same I, I was the same way uh, <laughs> I woke up I woke up and I was like oh why man I guess I missed a lot of stuff yeah but I was sleeping but it's part of the job you have to sleep during the day and uh, I woke up and all this stuff had happened I was like wow I guess I missed a lot of cool stuff but I mean it's okay I'm here I'm still you know I slept a few hours. Did I read Double O Mexican's tweet? I don't remember. Did I read this? I, I don't think I did. Uh, he says, uh, 9.1 on the Mallard monologue, the Seahawks got ripped off and are morons for dealing Mr. Unlimited. I've had Russ in fantasy, and you're right, Ben. He always starts out strong and then limps, all, limps to the end like Deshaun Watson after a massage. Well, <laughs> I, I do want to address that. Let's, yes. Let's yes, also please. realize that for the past – a handful of years, the the team around him hasn't been all that good. Oh, okay. Right. Cool. Uh, am I wrong? You, you got to embrace the full Russell Wilson. Am I wrong package. though? They, they've gone the wrong way. They really fell off the cliff last year when they they had to start Geno Smith for a couple of games. That was not that was not particularly good. Uh, Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, says seven out of ten on the Maller monologue. The Broncos are better tonight, but I don't think it changes the balance of power in the AFC West much. The division is stacked, and they just mortgage their immediate future on the hope that 2015 Russ uh, shows up. Well, I, I, I'm going to part ways with you on them on that, Matt. Uh, FM have- picks. That's right, Coop. Yeah. Coop's on team FM picks. FM picks. <laughs> FM picks. All right, listen, I, I, I had an epiphany. I've told this story before. We always have new people listening to the show. But I am fully invested in F them picks because as a kid, I, I fell in. I really blame this as a Clipper fan because when I was a kid, the Clippers were always in the lottery, and they always had these high picks. And every year I was told that, oh, my God, this guy's going to be the most amazing uh, player in the world. And, all, and uh, they all, all stunk. Oh, and literally, and so I was like, and the NFL, I remember guys being drafted and they had these glowing resumes. They dominate the Big Ten or whatever, and they'd get to the, they'd get to the Rams, and they're like, yeah, yeah, not that good. So, yeah, F, F them picks. F them picks. F-L. That we can do that also. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Mike check. Hey. Do you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game? What's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. And let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture you will not find anywhere else to make your next move your best move and tap in with me on kj live wherever you get your podcast from as if trading away quarterback russell wilson wasn't enough trauma for seahawks fans they also said goodbye to a longtime defensive captain linebacker bobby wagner the move will save the seahawks 16.6 million in cash and salary cap space while also leaving a massive hole in the middle of their defense, so uh, they they say goodbye to the quarterback, and then I guess the quarterback on defense, Bobby Wagner, gone as well. Got to get rid of the old guard. 
You know well, they did that. That's for sure. Well, no, Bobby Wagner was uh, like with the last of the Mohegans. Is there anyone left? Anyone left from that Super Bowl than... team? Yeah, no, they're all gone. That's it. They're all gone. That's it. So you got to get rid of everybody. Turn out the lights. The party's over. Yeah. Well, I hope they enjoy looking up at the Rams in the NFC West for years to come. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. So we mentioned not everyone loving this trade. Uh, the devil's advocate side, uh, the nameless general manager. I love this. The nameless general manager. Uh, you know, not happy. Uh, not happy. Who? Uh, one GM is according to The Athletic behind a paywall on The Athletic. It's a, there's a chance it may be made up by the writer. I don't know. Uh, but this GM, uh, of course, not giving their name. You never give your name on these things, said, quote, I think it's a reach by Denver for a player past his prime who is a below-average leader. Uh, Close quote from the general manager there in Denver. So that is uh, someone uh, following the thinking of Matt, the Raider, you know, A's fan and all that stuff. What an idiot. That's your position, Coop, your official position. That guy's an idiot. Yep. No, listen. I'm I'm in agreement with you. I, I love giving up draft picks. I I think everyone should do this. I believe this trade happened because of the Rams. You can thank the Rams, Coop. You can thank Les Snead, the GM. The Rams winning the Super Bowl. Draft picks are like lottery tickets. Well, I'm most of them are worthless. I'm just wondering what this GM thinks would have been a better move for them to draft somebody with the ninth overall pick. That would have yeah, been that would have uh, worked out. That uh, tiny hands guy. That would have worked out pick. better than Russell Wilson. At 33 years old? Yeah, he just turned 33, right? Yeah. There you go. Come on. You got got your Matthew Stafford. Congratulations. You got your Stafford. It's better than Stafford. No, he's not better than Stafford. He's more mobile. He's not not better than Stafford. He's more mobile. Stafford He's equal, equal but but more mobile. Uh, Matthew Stafford's Super Bowl was more impressive than Russell Wilson's Super Bowl. I don't know. Russell Wilson stomped on us. No, no, no. Listen, Seattle, that that was the defense that Peyton Manning threw all those, he made all those mistakes. That's why Seattle blew out Denver. The the Broncos were a way better team than that crappy, the Bengals. Oh, are you talking about Joe Burrow is the future of the NFL, Roberto? That's disrespect. That's (laughs) Bengal disrespect. I will not allow you to disrespect the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow is the next Tom Brady. I read that before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things, I got to bring this up. So I, I love, I want to change gears a little bit, but I'll stay on the same story. So a bunch of Seahawks fans were very upset, very upset with the team's social media department because after the trade was released and it started bouncing around that the Broncos got Russell Wilson and it started going around the echo chamber and all that, uh, the uh, the Broncos, uh, you know, they were celebrating. They're very exciting about that, and so they uh, sent out uh, a clip from from Castaway, uh, and because it, it, it's a weird thing, it's a weird thing here because they you the NFL's got these fugazi rules where you can make trades, but you can't officially announce them, and teams are not allowed to announce them uh, be, because of uh, all this. So they. They have to use these cryptic messages. So I think both the Broncos and, and the Seahawks sent out a social media post that were referencing the, the Tom Hanks thing. A bunch of, anyway, a bunch of Seahawks fans were getting all bent out of shape there. They were, uh, they were offended and uh, very, very angry with the 
the approach. But it's so dumb because the NFL's in the media business. The NFL, they have state-sponsored media. They have the Pravda News Service that covers the NFL there. They've got that. And so they're allowed to talk about it, but, and they're employees of the NFL, but the actual teams can't. It, it's just, uh, just weirdo. It's weirdo stuff is what it is. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. And uh, let's say hello to Dominican Mike, who has, I, I believe he's moved to Florida, and he's, he's living his best life. Hello, Dominican Mike. Yo, what's going on, man? I'm back, I'm back in Florida right now, man. It's kind of tough for me to call the show now, but, you know, it's so late out here in Florida, brother, you know? I understand. Just pretend you're in Arizona again, and then you'll be fine. You know. Uh, no, I wish I could, man. I wish I could, man. But anyways, man, since I don't call the show that often, though, you know, I have, I have to, I have to, um, uh, like touch in a couple like uh, old uh, takes, you know, like Eddie, Eddie. One thing, Eddie, you say about the Super Bowl, right? The halftime show, you make a point not to watch it, right? I know that does not apply to you, my brother. But one thing I do in the Super Bowl halftime show, I call my mom. And I know Eddie and Ben, that's, this does not apply to you, but that's what I do. Every Super Bowl halftime show, I literally call my mom and talk on the phone with her so I don't watch it, you know? So mom's yeah. not watching the halftime show? Nope, she's okay. not either. Right. She, don't, she don't speak no English. She don't understand that. <laughs> okay. Does she watch the game? Nope. <laughs> no, she didn't even watch the game. All right, it's a football game. I got you. No, right. no, 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 man. No, no, no. Anyways, not much going on out here in Florida, man. You know, like... The the MLB like the 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 little league is reported, but other than that, man, you know it's not much going on. You know when it comes to like baseball, you know the lockdown's still going on. And um, Coop, I know you're supposed to go to uh, to Boston to watch the the the, the Sox and the Angels, right? Uh, I'm in the same boat. I was supposed to go out um, and watch the Twins and the and the, and the Sox opening weekend. That ain't happening, brother. Yeah, you know, I, I decided so, not to book the the trip. I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait till next year. Well, at least wait yeah, until so they, a, uh, they they could announce a deal Wednesday. That's not allegedly. Uh, they, uh, they were saying they, not, not a, they, they haven't. Not, here's the good. Here's the good news though. They haven't canceled any more games. We've made it all the way through Tuesday. They haven't canceled any more games, and they they were apparently they they've been talking for 16 hours allegedly. 16 oh, hours. Uh, they're still they're still, they're still hours, talking. Ben, but I can give you a second that uh, that I'm sorry that third uh, series is going to get canceled, brother. I, I mean, you might you might want to tweet that out to Coop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you're you're now Dominican uh, Mike is reporting that baseball will cancel more games. That is the yes, report. absolutely. They're, they're still absolutely. talking. They're still talking. Sixteen hours. <laughs> they're in New York. And uh, they can get a turkey sandwich because most restaurants close in New York. They think you know it's a city that never sleeps. That's a lie. Uh, my brother lives in Manhattan. Everyone goes to bed in Manhattan. There's like two blocks that don't go to bed. It's a, a complete bullcrap lie. Uh, anyway, all right. Uh, anything else? Any other old takes? Yeah, brother. All right, brother. All right. Thank you. All right. Go away. I right. state your name. I state your name. Yeah. My guy John Morosi, who was on the on the podcast last week, he uh, he's been sending out messages. He says baseball uh, tells us baseball officials are reviewing the latest counteroffer with the possibility of a CBA deal before the sun rises. Still alive, Eddie! Oh, my God, it's still alive. We could get a deal, Eddie! We could get a deal! That tweet was like four hours ago, I think it was. It was two hours ago. John Paul Morosi <laughs> has also been on the Puck Podcast, meaning he'll go on any podcast. How dare you? 
out there. He was honored. He was flattered to be on he, he Fifth is, Hour Podcast. He is honestly one of the nicest guys you'll ever be around. Very kind. Awesome and did guy. you know Ivy League educated? Yeah, Harvard. Yeah. I didn't know that. I made a joke about the Ivy League, and I didn't realize it. Uh-oh. And, uh, it was a little awkward. After the fact, I, I was like, no, because Roberto, I was like, I was, we were talking about how these teams just hired. I was like, they just hire these Ivy League guys. They come in there, and they just, you know, they bend the rules and all that. It was that kind of thing. It was that train of thought. And then, but I didn't realize he was an Ivy League guy himself. I had no idea. So, yeah. He's the most down-to-earth Ivy League guy. And he, the, the, man, the, the man, John Morosi, he's been able to, that he's been able to pull that off, work hockey and baseball. Because usually they want you to be a one-trick pony. They don't want you to multitask. Well, my, they let they my, let Schefter do that with basketball every once in a while. Adam Schefter gets to do that. My brother-in-law is also an Ivy League guy, so that's two two down two down-to-earth two. Ivy League guys. Yeah, that's it. Two. That's it. There's only two of them. <laughs> I was I was in Boston uh, a couple years ago. I was there for a radio thing. I was on some local radio, and I uh, had some time to kill before my flight, so I was walking around Harvard, Harvard Yard, and they had an incoming group of freshmen who were the most, I wanted to punch all of them. They were so <laughs> annoying. I mean, so elitist and all that, like everything I hate. And this was like the next class going into Harvard. They were getting their tour of the campus, you know, and showing where everything is. I was like, oh, my God. These are these guys I, such, I, they're I, so I annoying, God these punks. I thank God my brother in nothing like that, yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, you know, there's always the exception to the through. Anyway, that baseball story, the, the new deadline is Wednesday afternoon. It sounds like, though, they, they have to get this done because everyone's going to go to bed in the morning. They're not going to stay up forever. Uh, but if they don't get a deal done by Wednesday afternoon, they are going to cancel more games. They'll be uh, vanishing, disappearing, saying hasta la vista. Arrivederci uh, to more uh, baseball games. All right, is the Ben Maller Show. As we press on here, and we have uh, the NBA pick them. Here's the Who Am I game. We'll go to baseball. Uh, why not? We'll go to baseball. Uh, I set a major league record for rookies by hitting safely in 34 consecutive games. That's, at the time, was the 14th longest hitting streak in the history of the sport. And I also have one of the most unique, Unique uh, jersey numbers in baseball history. Who am I? The answer next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen. Pay attention, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show needs your help. Join the Audio Commonwealth and follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. Second semifinal going on right now uh, between a couple of players. And now live in the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And we'll get to the Who Am I game. I set a major league record for rookies by hitting safely in 34 consecutive games. At the time, it was the 14th longest Hitting streak in baseball history. I also have one of the more unique uniform numbers. Uh, the Sawman says Roger Dorn is the answer. Anthony in Anaheim's up late. He's got Tony Hawk as his answer. Dick York from the Dick Pole parody account. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Kathleen in Madison says, uh, am I the, this fellow in Green Bay who had his jersey number changed uh, to $200 billion? So Kathleen's answer. Ed Sprague. Guessed by Oscar. It's a pretty good name. Uh, the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor from Rob in Vegas. Don Stanhouse from Chris in Des Moines. Also another 
Impressive name. Hideki Matsui from Thomas the Cub fan. Whit Merrifield from the late night drug tester. Benny the Bong Toker, guest by Stoner Marvin. John Hot Plate Williams, good name also, from Double O Mexican. Jason in Denver is going with John Rocker as his answer. Uh, John Cougar Mellencamp from Rich. Bronson Arroyo from Miguel on Fire. Skeeter Barnes, guessed by Mr. Wright. That's uh, his answer. Uh, Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Please. I need it. Uh, yeah, it's the great one, number 99, Aaron Judge. Ah, Aaron Judge. Fine, fine uh, guess, but incorrect, Eddie. The correct answer, Benito Santiago, the Padres. He's the only player ever to have a zero in front of the nine on his uniform. His zero nine was his number. All right, here we go. Let's do it real quick. NBA pick him, Eddie. I'm told you have the first pick. Hurry up, please. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Shocking. Coop. Luka Doncic. Uh, okay. Uh, Giannis Adentacumbo. Roberto. Car Anthony Town. Board has held. One more, one more, Trae one more. Young. Uh, give me Dante Sabonis. Oh, bad clock management. You yeah. lose, Ben. No, I win, actually. Yeah, Nikola Vucevic. Clint Capella. Jason Tatum. I'm still playing the game. Disqualified. Clint Capella. LeBron James. Jason Tatum. Eddie. Eddie doesn't get a last test. <laughs> I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process. 
starting before the walls even go up. Visit MortonBuildings.com to get started today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.